This episode sponsored by my patrons, La H and Joseph Fister. Thank you both very much for being very involved in the podcast. I appreciate you so much for, you know, for helping me out. Also, my merch store. I recently released the Cold Collection, which I tested out the sweaters myself. They're kind of comfortable. They're nice and warm. Just, you know, a heads up before the before the winter comes up. Might do a promo code for that yet. I'm not too sure. However, all fun stuff aside, something happened this week that... Look, let me just let me just preface this. This episode might be a bit more serious than even my more serious episodes because I, I something happened this week that made me breathe a sigh of relief. Something ended. A saga that went on for far too long and it should not have even started. Like there's there, there's a problem that I have where often I get really into something right and I don't I don't know why I guess it's cathartic so to speak there's a person online you may think I'm going to talk about Chris Chan no I'm not everyone knows about Chris Chan there's a recent meme that came up where oh he broke out of jail no no, he didn't it's a meme but the one thing that isn't a meme because it's incredibly serious is a, a person informally known as Chip Chan and I don't know, man. If you guys know what I'm going to talk about, it is what it is, you know? I'm going to do some research first, but I remember hearing years ago about this person who is a paranoid schizophrenic and they hit record and never stopped. Anyway. This episode is going to need, um, it's going to need a content warning beyond what I normally put. Like, I always put that everything is explicit because I like to swear and go off the rails, but I mean it this time. This is no joke. Because, um, sometimes the internet offers some dark shit, okay? I mean, like, I, I don't know how to put this without really explaining. I need to go into deep dive analysis about the thing. This hurts to see period like this is like my biggest fear in somebody like my biggest fear uh, i'm just gonna go off and say it this has to do with health uh mental health specifically but there's a specific type of of um mental disorder that somebody can have that every time i see it i just i worry like if i even hear someone has like okay, okay let me let me just mention it it's schizophrenia Specifically, paranoid schizophrenia, because I used to, um, I've been to a a mental asylum. Not an insane asylum, it's not not the case. But it's, um, you you don't forget something that's traumatizing, I guess. It's, I mean, listen to the seriousness in my voice. I haven't made a single joke yet. I don't really think I will. And maybe later. You know, I, I like to lighten the mood a bit. It's definitely something hard to talk about, but it has to be said. Listen, um, schizophrenia does affect some people, and a lot of people can easily live with the disorder. But there are those who never get treated. Unfortunately, in 2008, this was the case for one woman, who nobody knows her name. All we know is that she live streams constantly, 
never ever stops the live stream you can i i think you could find clips of her online um chip chan see that's why i mentioned earlier that i'm not going to be talking about chris chan because you know his life is more documented than jesus himself this person as well the only difference is with chris chan we know where he's coming from where he lives all that stuff with this person we have a live stream of a blank room or just somebody's room in south korea and not much else. Like most of her live streams are her sleeping or just sitting there. And what gets me about this is that the entire time, there's a story that she has in her mind, but it's not confirmed or denied or in any way. She's constantly thinking that, well, she has inheritance money from her, um, from a recent um, family member who passed away. And she's just been sitting at home with this fear that somebody's after her and her money that she only refers to as P. And the weirdest part about it for me is that we can't confirm or deny it. That's what scares me about it, right? In the entire live stream, there's no one else ever. And she never does anything. But her story is disturbing to me because paranoid schizophrenia um, or people with paranoid schizophrenia, they do have these moments where if they're untreated, it just goes off the rails. Madness is something that I've always been fascinated with because think of it this way the human brain is the most powerful organ that we have you know aside from our jaws that you know muscular wise anyway and you need to understand we rely on it for everything you can't replace a brain i mean i guess medically it is possible but the human brain that's where the soul is you know that's where a person is so what do you do when your brain is collapsing in on itself when the one thing that you rely on, that, that you know will never fail, begins failing. How, how can you react? What can you do? I guess there's medications for it now, which you know, good. If you have problems with mental health, please seek help. This is not a joke. Because this person is a prime example of what happens when you don't, when you don't seek help. They never did anything crazy. They never shot up a school or anything because they were too scared to leave their house. They're, man, I don't know. This, this whole topic is gonna be hard for me to talk about because the more research I do, the sadder I get. It's, Chip Chan is an anomaly on her own. The reason that this Chip Chan anomaly is also on my radar lately and has been heavily researched by me, at least at this point, is just the fact that Chip Chen is somebody who is an adult with the medical disorder in South Korea, which South Korea does not have the best, the best, um, I, I guess they're not good when it comes to mental health. They're not too good at either diagnosing things or, you know, helping them out, especially someone with a severe case, just like this person. But Unfortunately, just like Chris Chan, there are some people who um, try to intervene, so to speak. What I mean by that is there are some times where you just got to sit back and you got to let the authorities deal with things. And the Internet is not good at that, I guess. Chip Chan has some people that are obsessed with her. It's terrifying to me because there are these creeps on the Internet who are like, let's just go to her house and quote unquote save her. There was someone who was a really, well, I mean, he's a Redditor, so I'm not surprised. 
but somebody on Reddit decided, I don't know that much Korean, South Korean, but I want to marry her so she can have a U.S. citizenship. Do you understand what you're saying, dude? That's not... This, this is this is so weird, man. Like, the whole hive mind behind it is that obviously there's going to be some creepy dudes who want to take advantage of the situation. She doesn't know any better, so if they play into her delusions, it gets worse. And people have. In fact, there are people supporting her, right? I mean, that when I first looked into it, it didn't look like there was much people helping her out. But there are people supporting her. Like, not just online. But in, in her everyday life in her reality the um the policeman himself uh the one known as p most likely is actually someone who helps her and the, the worst part is it's p like they call him p because he's um she's calling him a pig and most likely this is brought on by other people telling her that oh this is um this is what's going on the weirdest part about it too for me is that she keeps claiming that she has this RFID chip implanted in her foot, which, no, that's not how those work. Um, but RFID chips are a hot button on their own. The main reason being is because for a time, there was actually people who believed it was like the mark of the beast or something. And there were others more rational who were saying that this is government control, you know, in its infancy, where they're like, oh, no, this is um, this is how it's going to start. The worst part about it for me, seeing all this, is that because she's a paranoid schizophrenic, maybe, you know, maybe somebody did implant something and we are just not listening to her, but we don't have any facts. We don't have anything. This is an anomaly because there's so many questions left unanswered and the person that we're getting the answers from doesn't even know where they're, where they're at, you know, mentally. In fact, this person, Chip Chan, has actually gone off saying, Oh, I've moved to Australia, but P followed me. What does that tell you? What does that really tell you about the person? And in fact, I don't even think it's like... Like, paranoid schizophrenia is one thing, right? You can get medication for it, and it will help you out. There are support groups. But in South Korea, I, I don't think... I don't, they're not going to force it on her unless she starts hurting people. And I don't want that to happen. I really do not. This is not... A comfortable situation to talk about but it's one that if you are going to look into it do not intervene do you understand me i mean this very seriously don't fucking intervene uh, this this hurts to talk about because this is um this is this is just part of life this is part of the reality of the world okay it's not all cupcakes and rainbows in fact there are some there's dark parts of the world, okay? This is a prime example because this whole situation is fucked. I can't even I can't even describe how I'm feeling right now. I feel grief-stricken almost just thinking about it. Because there were now there's one thing that you have to understand. The only way she can get help is if she accepts that she needs help and she has not for years. At the very least, oh um I did mention something earlier. But I did get it wrong. However, I'm going to correct myself because, you know, out of respect for everyone involved. She isn't too paranoid to leave her house. But she's very paranoid when she's outside of the house. There is a story that she herself told where she left her house to get groceries and suddenly she fainted and she woke up in her house again. And then she said, this is part of the mind control. But can we really take her word for it? 
can we really talk about this situation in the, the whole thing is fucked, man. I, I don't know how to put this other than this situation is like a very dark version of Chris Chan. Because Chris Chan, like there were some trolls who like made fun of it and they made it funnier for people watching. But at the same time, it's something that you look at and you can't help but like, but watch. I look at this the same way I see uh, a world tragedy happening. Because there are people nowadays in the world that they have these mental issues and they don't know how to seek help. They don't even know how to ask for help, but they're victims. They are prisoners of their own brain, the one organ that they rely on for everything. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And it's even sadder that South Korea doesn't have the best mental health help, you know? It's my understanding that just by talking about this, I might be making it worse. So I am going to go ahead and change the subject. But we're going to talk more about South Korea's um, relationship with mental health disorders. Because there is a lot of stuff to discuss regarding that. Because there are other people who were talking about it in the comment section of a lot of videos that I was looking into. Um, a lot of live streams. South Korea, historic-wise... They have this problem with mental health where if you have like depression or anxiety or some, you know, the most common known ones, then then you're seen as weak. And unfortunately, it's a, um, it's something that a lot of people do agree with over there. Like, it's not true. Don't get me wrong. People can have anxiety, depression, a lot of mental health issues, bipolar disorder. There's a whole bunch. It doesn't make you weak. Sometimes you're... You know, your brain is an organ and needs help. Sometimes it needs medication. Sometimes it needs someone to talk to it. Sometimes you leave it the fuck alone. There's a lot of stuff, okay? that Everything has an answer, a solution. We just don't know why... Why our old cultures do this, you know? Because this ain't just South Korea, okay? This is a worldwide phenomenon. There's some places where... If you have anxiety, depression, all those things... You cannot reach out or you can't really talk to people because they'll just be like, oh, just cheer up, man. I fucking hate hearing that. I fucking hate hearing that. Because if there is someone who's asking for help and that's your response, well, all right. I mean, a lot of people have that same response. But it's because a lot of people don't know how to ask for help or the severity of the situation. It's, I don't know, I hate this, I hate this topic, I really do. I think what's getting to me is that I'm seeing the, um, I, I look back, I had this flashback, I had this flashback the other day to, um, when I was in a psychiatric ward, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in there because of, um, any problems, I was there looking for work, but I walked around, and I saw all these people who finally got the help that they need, but you still notice that they're not all there. When it comes to humans, we interact with each other and almost immediately we can recognize if someone's going through something, you know? Maybe there's a shift in their voice. Maybe their eyes are doing something funny. Maybe they don't know how to talk right. Maybe they say stuff that's just completely outlandish. And this this chip chat situation just reminds me of when I was in there. And there was a lot of people who um, were in a world of their own creation, so to speak, where their mind decided this is the reality and everyone's reality shifts dramatically based on who you ask 
especially in that place. I won't say where I was at because it'll definitely just dox me if I do that. But yeah, the the um, the cultural aspect to me is what what always catches me off guard because there are some people who in higher places, people who can help, who just choose not to. It's fucked up. I personally think that that needs to change. If there was a link to some organization that helps change things like that, I would absolutely support them. Because I remember seeing some people who, um, when they had mental health issues, they didn't know where to go. And when they did know where to go, they weren't getting the help they needed. It sucks. Okay, the whole situation sucks. Especially with Chip Chan. The only reason that I'm so concerned right now is because she's finally offline and has been offline for a while. I do believe that the live streaming was affecting her mental health as well. Because think about it this way. Everyone from the world watching, good intentions or bad, can tell you what they want. And the internet can be a dark place. And so if they feed into her delusions, she just gets worse. There is no silver lining in this. This is a fucking dark topic. The internet can be a fucking dark place. People can have intentions that you don't know about. You could be sitting right next to a serial killer. You wouldn't know. But that's how it is. That's the reality of the world. And Chip Chan is a great example of that. Because it brought a lot of people together. But not the best kind of people. You know what I mean? This is like... It's, it's, it's a... Ow, I just kicked my door. This is a topic that I look at and I think... How do I address this without making it worse? How do I address it without looking like a complete asshole talking about it? It's not its not easy, okay? Because there's a lot of people that think, okay, you could just address this and that. I have. I already talked about it. There ain't much to talk about, but it's important to think about it. its It reminds me a lot about the homeless people that I'm seeing outside right now. Not in my house, but like out and about in the towns near, near where I live. Because a lot of them do have um, tendencies to be a little a little weird. And I know some people look at them and go, ha, tweakers, you know. Maybe it is drug-related, I don't know. But when someone actually does have a mental health issue and they're surrounded by people like that, how will they seek help when everyone looks at them and thinks the same? We don't know. Mental health for me is very important because it's there is no clear answer. It's one of those topics that is the hardest to fix. And there is no there is no silver lining here. This is a real problem. Not just in South Korea, not just with Chip Chan, but the whole world. So when people do see Chip Chan and they see someone who's a paranoid schizophrenic, doesn't want to leave her house, constantly thinks that a police officer is after her and harassing her, and thinks that they're controlling her mind in some way, it's strange. Sure, it's an anomaly. One could say it's a freak show. I wouldn't say it because that's disrespectful, but there are people who think that way. They thought the same about Christian. It's, it is what it is. What I don't get though is what do these people get out of it whenever they ruin someone's mindset like this? Whenever someone looks at the Christian, looks at someone with a mental health issue and they're online and they're unmonitored, it's like predatory. It's terrifying. And I see this person on Reddit who's like, oh, I'm going to marry her uh, even though she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't even like talking to people. 
you obviously you're an internet troll, but in the off chance that you're being genuine, fuck you. That's disgusting. The oh my god, this, this whole topic's so hard to talk about. It's very heavy, very heavy-handed. I think I do gotta lighten the mood, because for 20 minutes I've just been talking about the darkest side of the internet. I need to quit doing that too, you know? When it comes to it, you gotta understand there is some dark stuff in the world, but what was beautiful to me was seeing people that stepped in. This, this, this next part is for you guys. Those people who step in and they see that something wrong is going on, you know, maybe, maybe they just say something like, hey, quit that, you know, stop that. Hats off to you. You are the bright lights of the internet. You are the bright lights of the world. Like, I know it's a thankless thing that you're doing, but I'm thanking you right now. Because more people need to be that way. More people need to be the ones that step in and go, hey, cut that shit out. It's fucking weird. You know? Mudahar is a great example. Some ordinary gamers on YouTube. Thank you, dude. Because he did step in and he was telling people, leave her alone. Cut that shit out. I think the Reddit thing really pushed people over the edge. You know? After seeing that and thinking... So we got a paranoid schizophrenic and guys who want to marry her because they know that she doesn't know any better. It's fucked up, I know. It's very disturbing. But that's reality. That's There are people like that out there. I wish there wasn't. But alas, they are there. So the only thing you can do if you don't like seeing those people is be the exact opposite. Be the counter to the evil. You know what I mean? That's all you can do. I've been looking into this um, topic more and more, and there isn't much to talk about it. You know? It is what it is. All of the live streams are there, and it's been going on for, what, 12 years? On and off, Chip Chan leaving her house in a paranoid rage, taking photos of police officers, getting her groceries, and then just running back home. Not running, you know, just, just going back home and doing her thing again. But I look at it and I kind of get sad because I think, what kind of a life is that for someone? Imagine your life perpetually in fear. Living your life perpetually scared that these delusions are real. That there's actually someone constantly monitoring you. That they want to harass you. That they want to hurt you. There was a story that Chip Chan actually said where she said, The police officer P has been in my house for six hours. And... That's, that, that just, like, I, I don't know how to, like, what to say about that. I would, I would want to press for more information, but at the same time, that could make things worse. You know, this is why it's so hard to talk about this topic. I'd like to break the, I'd like to break the tension by bringing up a comment by Elijah Herstal on one of Mudahar's videos that actually did bring some comfort to me when I was reading it. This was from four days ago, um, as of Monday, September 5th. So, it is pretty recent, and I'm very happy to read it. So, if you guys are scared, thinking that, you know, what, what can we do about it? The answer is nothing. Because, and let me read this comment. When I was in South Korea, I spoke with some local friends about Chip Chan. They were fully aware of her and her online attention. I think it is important for me to share whenever she is brought up. So, this is what I was told. She has a support network, but she's a shut-in. Those that can be considered close to her, she does have family, find it difficult to check in on her. So just like everyone else, all they could do is watch. And there are people who watch you 24-7 that can 
re that can react to something if it happens. It's a slow process. She has people who know her and care about her, but she is very troubled. This is a lady that has endured something bad in some way and it broke her mind. There's a there's a lot more to it. The there's a story that goes well not really a story, most likely um a retelling of events. This is the most we know so far, is that she did have a divorce and the father won custody of the children. But there's one thing here. I'm sure you could imagine what that does to a mother, especially in a culture that emphasizes the importance of having children and places motherhood among the highest of honors. So yeah, that's most likely what happened. Reading on, her situation is very delicate. Her situation is very delicate and requires nothing less than experienced professionals and very few people are equipped to help her. In many cases, good intentions can actually do more harm than, than good. More harm than good, I'm sorry. I'm reading this comment and I'm realizing that she does have a support group and that does lift some weight off my shoulders because the entire time I thought it was just, you know, like no one, like everyone watching from the internet and we saw what that did to Chris Chan. Okay. All I'm saying is she, she's going to be fine. I'm just going to finish up and read the ending here. The people I spoke with said that the concern and compassion of others is admirable and it is not lost on them, but it may be lost on her at best. If she recovers and it won't be easy or fast if she does but when that time comes i'm certain we will all be happy because we all want the best for her and that is exactly right we all want the best for chip chan and everyone who's dealing with mental health as well this person in particular for me was an example of when when the internet you know almost wants to fix something but pretty much ruins it the process because all the all the weirdos came out, let's just face it. There was a lot of people who did address, you know, oh, we should save her. How are you going to save someone whose own mind is giving up on them? At the very least, I can end this podcast telling you guys, hey, she's getting the help she needs. It's a slow process, but that's that's how it is sometimes. When it comes to medicine, when it comes to mental health, and when it comes to injuries of any kind, it, it is a slow process to recovery but it is an important one. It is important that every step of the way, the right steps are taken. It, we can't just rush things, okay? We can't immediately fix someone like, like that, you know? In this workaday world, we probably think there's an easy solution to everything. The reality is, that's not always the case. Sometimes, it takes time, patience, and people to love you. And that's that's all she wrote. You know, that's that's all that's all there is to it. I see this and I'm I'm reminded always, like almost every time something like this happens, I'm reminded of Chris Chan and the tragic story behind it. The reason I talk about Chris Chan so much is because one, he's more documented than Jesus Christ. Everyone knows about him from birth to the current situation. And the one thing I remember about Chris Chan is that his parents did not give him the help he needed. Raising children is very important, especially when they have, you know, mental issues like that. The sad part about Christian is his story is not a happy one. His ending is not a sad is, is not a happy one. He's in jail right now. We all know about the situation with him and his mother and it's not a good one, okay? Because at the end she develops dementia and it's 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 heartbreaking, okay? The internet is fun sometimes, but we got to face reality at times. And we got to talk about things like this. 
The hardest thing to talk about for me and for other people, I know this, I know a lot of people share the same sentiment. It is very hard to talk about mental health and health in general when we have someone, you know, who's, who's going through things or who has a problem themselves. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's very important to talk about it because I know we want to be happy. We want to live a fulfilling life, but they do too, you know, and how could they do it when they have these problems? To me, it's very important every now and then to take a break from the jokes, to take a break from the smiles and face the most serious parts of life. So from the bottom of my heart, if you do have any problems mentally, if you do have anything you're facing with, I hope that you seek the help that you need and I hope that your loved ones understand it as well. Okay? You'll get through this. Just like Chip Chan is currently being helped right now. The reason the saga is so powerful to me is because she finally stopped live streaming and I have a feeling, this is just a feeling, that that's going to help her a lot. Because what was causing a lot of this paranoia is people feeding into it. The same thing happened with Chris Chan. He didn't get the help he needed. And now, well, we've all seen it, you know? We all know what's going on. It's pretty dark. But it is what it is. This is the reality of life. Sometimes it's not pleasant. But you know what? We'll get through this. All of us. Okay, this was a more serious episode. I do apologize for those who wanted a more happy, serious, or like happy, funny thing. But, you know, we got to talk about these things from time to time. It's very important that you remember that. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Next week, I'm going to try to do something a bit more lighthearted and fun. I do apologize for those who don't like this episode because it was pretty heavy and it was hard for me to research. Very hard. But again, important and necessary to talk about. Very important. Side note, I'm very happy that you guys have been listening and I'm very happy that some people have been going back to my older episodes and listening to them. I do apologize. The Blue Yeti was not the best mic to start a podcast with, but it is what it is. And there were some audio issues back then. A lot of it has been fixed now. And also thank you to NYC Podcast Network for, um, for voting up my episodes. You guys have been doing that. And, and I've noticed. I get emails every time it happens. And thank you. Thank you all so much for that. All right. See you guys next week. Remember to take care of your mental health. Remember to remember to just keep on going. All right, see ya.